In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And we are we are back. We are pre-recording this episode. So it's a little, I would say it's a little, it's two weeks, one day before my wedding. Jordana, I'm fully invested in your wedding. You are at that two week point. And yeah, this is, this is crunch time for you. How are you feeling? This is the two week level. Yeah. I'm feeling excited. I'm a little nervous. I feel like as the, as you do, Mm -hmm. just nervous that I'm going to like forget to do something or something won't be done or like it'll be, I'll think of it. I'll, I won't think of it until the day before. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like the two weeks before is all these just like little, little tiny things that you just like need to do. Do you know what I mean? Are you finding that? It's a lot of like communicating with people. Like, are people coming to you for like asking questions and things like bridesmaids and stuff? Like, I feel like at that two week point, it's where you have to give your bridesmaids like a day of schedule or like family mm-hmm. photos schedule. Like, are you getting into those weeds yet? I didn't use a family photo schedule, but I should do that. But I did the bridesmaids <laughs> email where I like told everyone what time they have to come and what they have to, you know, just reminders and like how to get to. Thankfully, it's all everyone's staying at the resort. So it's like a little should be yeah. simple for them to get there. And then, you know, like all these little things like, oh, like what figuring out like what to get them for lunch for getting the food, ready. The day of food is so much more stressful than it needs to be. But I guess not for you because there's is a hotel. It's at so it's the, right. It's at the hotel, which is nice. But like, there's just like a bunch of other little small things, like the table, like doing the tables, um, which I like have done. But then there's like a couple people who like now can't make it, so now I have to like move oh. some things around, and then just making, you know what I mean? Like the and yeah. Then also, so Mexico has this rule, which is really annoying and doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. That, um. So apparently there's like only eight people allowed per table, but like you can do more as long as they're like 1.5 meters. People are 1.5 oh. meters apart, which is like six feet, which is, seems like completely outrageous. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's also like outdoors. Wait, so, each person has to, each chair has to be six feet apart. Feet apart from the next one is technically six the rule. That's which like doesn't a whole body. Wait, oh my god. It's like, can they I, hear each other speak? Right. I'm like, these people are also like family members. Like you have to sit like six feet from your husband. It doesn't, right. make any, it doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of rules that don't make any sense to me. It's also all outdoors. So like. How strict is the venue on that though? Like, is that is it one of those things where they say that and then people will obviously scoot next to each other? My planner says they're like one of the more strict venues, which is like oh, really, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. So it's just like. 
me kind of trying to like in the pictures they all look normal like they look normally spaced i'm like there's no way though that's spaced six feet but like so to add you know and you know the tables never align perfectly where there's like only eight people like do you know what i mean like doesn't work it doesn't work that way like friendships and family and relationships they never do so that's been really stressful just trying to like maneuver some people around i'm like can i just put nine here like it doesn't make any again i'm kind of like it doesn't make any sense i don't know why i have to do it this way that's that's a puzzle for we call it the puzzle from hell like yeah you're like can i just it's like a game of like tetris except with psychological issues on top of it because right you, like and then also add on next to each other and then now add yeah. on like completely random nonsensical covid rules yes that are from like the rules are to me are like from march 2020 they don't make any sense in the current yeah like everyone at my wedding is gonna be vaccinated it's outside yeah they do not need to sit six feet away from each other i mean that's good to know for other brides planning in mexico that that's like a rule there yeah i don't know how seriously every venue takes it but i think that like i'm now i'm i'm setting it to like their like department that approves that stuff and hopefully they'll like make a few exceptions again because it doesn't make any sense but mm-hmm. that's does an everybody coming thing yeah that's awful does anybody coming to the wedding not have a plus one like is there any like one yeah. person by themselves oh wow okay. there's a few people like that actually um a lot so a lot of mike's friends have or not like a lot but like there's some of mike's friends whose uh whose wives are like just had a baby or pregnant yeah so like but they're his friends so they're coming without people but their friends are there but so there's like some there's nice because there's some singles to work with around the which yeah a single person helps to to flesh out a table or to move somewhere else um mm-hmm. which is nice but it's also like and a pretty small wedding so i think that yeah everyone will be close to each other regardless and I had to come to terms with the fact you're making you're giving me like PTSD with um, seating chart because it is the hardest. It's one of the hardest parts of the wedding, I think. And you'll have to you might just have an one or two very awkward tables, but like you have to trust in those people to like be able to have a good right. time and get to know each other and meet each other. Like, but it's just the way the cookie crumbles when making. And the here's the other chart. thing: it's like if your wedding is a good, fun wedding, people aren't like sitting at their table at all. Really, they're exactly. sitting to eat, and then they're getting up and dancing or moving around or going to the bar. Like, I don't think. A wedding, it matters almost more for like the older people, which we don't have Mm -hmm. much of because they're not, they're like more like watching the dance floor from their seats. Right. Um, Right. And then I also, I have divorced parents, so I'm trying to, who don't get along. So I'm trying (laughs) to keep them apart. I'm trying to like, that's an extra special thing in the tables where I get to like, you know, put them because it's there's not that many like people over 40 who are coming so it's kind of like i have to give them different tables and then put them far enough like (laughs) away from each other where they're still in the old people's section but also not um, and still in good spots because they're your parents you don't want to put them in like the back corner right (laughs) i don't want to put them in the back corner but i also don't want them like having too many opportunities to like come across each other and make it weird for me so that's an extra fun little thing to, to throw in there oh my but it's funny we get a lot of questions about like people who like have divorced parents or have like uh some family drama or family conflict um and i get those in the q a's a lot and i would say to mm-hmm. those people um 
what I did was just like to preempt that because my parents don't see each other very often and I they know they don't particularly get along is to just say to them both individually like before this like I know like mom's not your best friend and mm-hmm. like and it would just ma- it would mean a lot to me if you were just like really nice and friendly and like um just like kind of put everything aside for one day like that would mean so much to me if you just yeah didn't like if it was just not this day had nothing to do with that yeah um, and I think and are they say, receptive to that like they're probably like yes of course I think they are they definitely they are it was more it's kind of annoying my parents are annoying they're like yeah for you like I'll do I'm like you should do it for like <laughs> yourself but like fine like I'll take it like I appreciate you like fine it's for me like I'm being ra- I'm being totally <laughs> rational by making this request and you're yeah. being really mature by doing it. And I think that will help. I'll let you know afterwards if there's a, uh, if any, cause it's also like people get like triggered in the moment. So I'm that's more a little bit more. Um, cause I don't know if anyone's going in Alcohol. there trying to start a fight, but like, yeah. you know, I'm kind of like, just try to be on your. Well, that's where you behavior. enlist one of your 28 siblings. Well, they all have their own issues with each of my parents. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true, true. No, I think, no, I am, I am, I am doing that. And I think that'll be good. And I think, I mean, everyone, I'm kind of like, hopefully everyone's just like in this vacation mindset. We're going to be in Mexico mm-hmm. feeling relaxed, not feeling like they, they will need be. to start something. And you, I can just tell by the bits and pieces of knowledge you've dropped throughout your planning process. I feel like you've planned so much and like, over communicated which we've talked about you have to do with your wedding guests especially for destination because people don't know Mm -hmm. what to do that like they'll have no choice but to relax and most importantly you will have no choice but to relax because you've planned so much preparation is key we're going to change the name of the podcast to preparation is key because that's just it just is yeah i think that um it really is because that will on the day in the day of, I think, will mm-hmm. help you just relax knowing that everything is taken care of. It's more about like peace of mind. Um, yeah. And you have your brother's wedding coming up at this point. What this comes out the 15th. It already happened. It Yeah. This Oh, yes. oh it will. Wow. That's very soon. But we were recording and before. So let us know how you're how are you for the people who watch the whole thing on Instagram. Tell us. Yes. Tell us what you're doing. You're, you're planning this rehearsal dinner. What does that entail for you? Like, what are you, what actually are you so, doing? So my brother, okay, just quick background context. My brother and his fiance are both residents. They're, um, you know, residents to be doctors. And so they're extremely busy. Like residency, I, I according to them, you physically like don't sleep. They're, I mean, every time I talk to them, they're physically working. So they work around the clock. They've had no time to like actually plan their wedding. My brother was like, we're in charge of the rehearsal dinner. And he was like, can you just like do the decorations for the rehearsal dinner? Mind you, okay. this is all on the West Coast in LA. In um, So Laguna you're like Beach. a long distance destination wedding planner. I am. I am. Okay. But I think I, I, I forget how I even got in contact. So this company, got to give this cute little small business a quick shout out, Rockbox. They're based out in LA, but I think they travel everywhere. They're like a one-stop shop for like, destiny or not does for um uh decorations so like tablescapes flowers all that stuff like menus if you want printed menus they are we're like nicole let's work together let's 
we're out here. We can get like flowers and stuff. We can send people to set up. I was like, oh, that's amazing. I should have used that. (laughs) Truly, like truly. I think they come to, I could be wrong. Reach out to them. I don't know. Ask them. But I just know they're based out there. So I was like, this is, I mean, the universe opened up for me because I I was like, how am I going to like arrange decorations and flowers? I am going out there a week early. So like technically I could have gone to different places and like picked up flowers, but this is just so much easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm going to go for like a nice fall, that fall, but like also beach vibe, I think we're looking at. It's in um, the well, part of California. Stuff. So it's in Laguna Beach. It's at Pelican oh Hill, which is a very popular wedding venue. I love the idea yeah. of Laguna Beach. I've never been, so yeah. I can't oh, say I love it's it. It's gorgeous. But that's where know, ever since I've seen the from. show, I'm like, ever since I saw Laguna yeah. Beach growing up, I'm like, I want to raise my family in Laguna Beach. Um, it's like gorgeous. there's just the ocean, right? It looks like incredible. I'm excited it's, to hear all about it. Their actual wedding is at the Ritz Carlton Hotel there, so it's going to be a exquisite. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's literally like overlooking the cliffs and the ocean. It's literal gorgeousness. Um, but the rehearsal dinner is at Pelican Hill, which for U.S. Coast brides, I know I've seen y'all post photos there and stuff, so I already know what it looks like, and it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, so that's not as stressful. Once you plan a wedding, I'm telling you, you will be so confident in your abilities. You're like rehearsal dinner. I got this baby shower. I got this. Whatever you have to plan after the wedding is small potatoes. Well, I'm excited actually, because like I have, um, after my wedding, my, I'm, I'm planning my friend's bachelorette with her sister, um, in Cabo in January. Mm. So, It'll be a nice, like, lighter version of whatever I'm doing. And I'm like, I wish I could do that now. I wish I could be in full planning mode for that now. But I have other shit to do right now. But afterwards, I'm like, okay, great. I'll still have, like, the somewhat of, like, the planning, like, mindset. And I'll be able to channel it into something. And that'll help with your post-wedding blues that will inevitably set in that you will be able to like channel your planning energy. That's what helps with like You need to wean off of the planning. You can't be like cold turkey. You can't, yeah, you can't or else you'll, yeah, <laughs> you'll go. <laughs> but yeah, we'll record a little bonus episode. I'm leaving for my wedding. On, today's the 15th. I'm leaving on the 17th to go to Mexico. So we're going to record on the 16th. It's going to come out on the 18th. And I'll give you guys all of my last minute issues um, <laughs> that I'm sure I will inevitably come up with in the next two weeks or less than yeah. that week and a half. I don't fucking know. Uh <laughs> Time is, I'm also recording like 15 podcasts this week. So I'm kind of like, I don't know what day it is because no. every podcast airs on a different day. Do oh, you know what also I mean? quick plug for you up because I listen, I pop in and listen to you up, even though I'm, you know, already married, but I like to live the you up Keep life sometimes. Spicy. Yeah. You guys do some, some little, nothing like we do on Betcha's Brides, but you guys do do some little wedding updates there. So go listen to that one too, you guys, if you want oh, more yeah. Jordana. <laughs> And the live show. So if you're a fan of you up, if you want more like dating relation, obviously guys aren't dating, but relationship stuff, um, stuff to somewhere to go with your single friends, because like just because you're getting married doesn't mean you guys can't do fun stuff together. Go to the you up podcast. Nicole will be there. You up live December 8th town hall 8 p.m. It's a Wednesday. It's just a fun, great activity to go with your with your friends or go with your husband. 
Uh, it's a very fun interactive game. Nicole will be there. You can meet her it's- in person. I will be there. You can meet me as well. And it's just going to be a really great time. The whole all, the, all your so bitches' favorites are going to be there. And listen, it's worth a trip into the city. If you don't live here, you got to come anyways. Book a flight, book a train ticket. I'm telling you, it's worth it. You can all, it's near the holidays, so you can do all the NYC Christmas holiday things. Come on in, you guys, because just I'm telling you, it's so fun. Betches.co slash youuplive21. It's always a good time. Check it out. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we get into our our emails from from this week? Yes, we shall. Okay, I'll read the first one. How's that? Okay. Hi, Betches Brides. Love the podcast. Listen to it every week. I'm getting married in 2022 and we couldn't be more excited. I feel that I'm a very easygoing bride. Don't we all, don't we all think that <laughs> a year out, right? <laughs> Exactly. A year out and then you get way more high. Right. And then you're like, oh, I'm not as easygoing as I thought I was. (laughs) So I feel that I'm a very easygoing bride. My main goal is to not let little details stress me or others out. I'm getting married in a location where one of my siblings has already gotten married. So finding vendors was easy as I reused a lot of their vendors they trusted. So all vendors are booked. I am not super close to my fiance's parents. So I don't feel like I should be calling them all the time about wedding details. They also have not fronted any money for us yet, even though they have expressed they would like to. So I haven't felt like I had to include them on wedding details from a budgetary perspective either. I recently found out that my future mother-in-law was upset that I didn't include her when I went wedding dress shopping. I couldn't bring her along due to COVID restrictions, two guests max, and I brought my mom and sister, which she knows. 
uh, that I didn't make his sister's bridesmaids. My fiance didn't want to make my brother a groomsman. So I felt it was only fair then that his sisters wouldn't be bridesmaids, which she also knows. She just feels left out of the wedding planning process. I suggested to my fiance that maybe she can take over tablescape ideas and help with executing this. But she felt that this job was for me and my mom to take on. (laughs) I just don't know what to do. And I want to make her feel included, but feel that anything I give her her to do, she will feel is only because she complained about it. My fiance has been really very good at working with his mom on trying to communicate better with her. So we don't experience further bumps down the road. But I'm not sure if I should be reaching out to her and trying to get more her more involved or if she just if I should just have my fiance handle his parents. They have been very quiet about our wedding until just recently. I feel the best approach would be for my fiance to work with his mom on an aspect of the wedding that can make her feel included. Or should I be reaching out more? In general, how often did you reach out to your in-laws about wedding details? And when should I be reaching out? Would love any advice. Love an easygoing bride and attempting to make everyone happy. What do you think? How is how is your sitch with your mother-in-law? So this made me think my mother-in-law, you guys know I love her. She's great, kindest, sweetest human. She, throughout the process, I remember her a lot being like, please let me help with things. I'm happy to, like, I'll make time, blah, blah, blah. But I found that it's harder, easier said than done to actually involve, like, people like in-laws in helping or people in general in helping because you are just like so in the zone you're working if you have yeah. a planner you're working with them you're you're the main contact with your vendors it's almost like harder and like takes time out you of down. your planning yeah it, it slows, slows you down, down. to delegate i say that it about was- showing anything to even mike i'm like i yeah. you're holding up my like i'm on a roll and you're just like backing <laughs> things up you're like great what's what did we call it last time um uh it's like a block bottleneck yeah he's bottlenecking my progress so i totally see what you're saying yeah exactly so basically um yeah so basically i i kind of involved her in the end and i think like giving them sort of an easy task that like you let them just run with like i my mother-in-law did the entire memory table like was in charge of you know printing out and framing the photos of our loved ones she did like bathroom baskets stuff like that and she was very happy to help she wanted to I think like with this too, it's key that they're not, I would say if the in-laws for some reason were paying for the entire wedding, then like I think you, whoever's funding the wedding, you have to involve them a lot more clearly if it's you, if it's in-laws, if it's whoever. But I think in this scenario, it is always good to, if you have a good relationship with your in-laws, it is good to try to include them in things like the dress shopping or like the moments like that, like just to make them feel good and everybody mm-hmm. be happy. But this also situation, it looks like she has tried and the mother-in-law turned down the task. So it's well, like... I think the mother-in-law probably feels a little patronized because she's mm, word. like, you know, she's kind of like, oh, like, I don't really want the tablescape. Like, you're just throwing me like a task you don't want to do because like... That's I a big task, though. I'd be honored for that. That's a tough that one. That is... That is that is it that is a big one, but it's almost like one that like shouldn't be delegated because right. it's kind of like it's a little right. too random. What I did, and I think it worked. I mean, I think we're doing well. Was like anything that she was like, okay, the dress thing. I think like easily explainable via COVID. But I think next time you see her, or yeah. if you want to, like, I would lo- like, hey, I got the dress. I wish I would have loved to have you there. 
but like they only had two people they only let two people in um but i want i can't wait to show it to you and then like mm-hmm. show her a picture of the dress show her a picture of you in the dress and be like um i hope you love it like blah, blah, blah. i'm sure she'll say she will and that way she feels like oh she's like i don't think she mm-hmm. really wants to like do stuff i think she just wants to feel like you care about her so true uh, opinion or care about like trying to so me because i think she was probably like oh i didn't even realize they started planning and then like everything was done and she wasn't like maybe she feels like you don't like her like you're not trying to be nice right. or like include her i think it's more about that to me this email seems like it's more about that than about her actually wanting to do things so i'd start right. with the dress i'd be like i'm so excited to show you the dress i have here's a picture of it if you don't want to send it to her show it to her on your phone when you see her and then what I did for my future mother-in-law was like, so for the mother-son dance, I kind of focused on that. I was like, I was telling her about how, you know, I was explaining to her because that's part of something she's like directly involved right. in. Like, Let oh, them pick like a song. Yeah. And so we're doing ours at the same time, the mother-son, father-daughter Ooh, thing. That's right. Um, mostly because like I wanted it to be shorter. Um, <laughs> so... And I mean, I had a song in mind and then Mike like told her about it and she was like, I would, lo- I, it would really mean a lot to me if like I used to sing this song to, to Mike when he was like a baby and it would mean a lot to me. Oh, and I'm kind of like, I wasn't really, truthfully, it wasn't like my first choice song personally. <laughs> what song is it? Can you tell or do you want it it's, to be a- It's the Elvis Presley version of Can't Help Falling in Love With You. Okay. Um, Which is like, it's not my, it's not a terrible song. It's just not my mm-hmm. first choice song, but I'm kind of like, all right, this part's like more about her than anything else in the whole right. wedding. And like, I, it doesn't mean that much to me. Like, I'm going to let, I'm going right. to like pick your battles. And, Not battles, yeah. but you know what I mean. And so, yeah, she was just like, she wouldn't even be mad if I didn't. It was just like, it would mean, and his dad was going to like, it would mean a lot to her to have it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like, of course then. Like, of course we'll have it for that. And so, and that, and I, you know what I mean? When we said that would be the song and she's like, very, and now she's like really excited about it. And it's like the little things that someone just feels like are more to me. Like the most, what's the most meaningful thing to them? And I think you can ask your fiance to talk to her about it, or you can talk to her about it. You could say like, I want you to feel like this is like a whole family effort. Like, what do you feel like? What's ex- most exciting to you about the wedding coming up? Cause like, I definitely want like, you to be able to, to work like to, to figure out a way that like we can make sure like you're heavily involved in the thing that you're most excited about or that's most meaningful to you and it's probably be will yeah. be like a, something small and short and like so maybe she's like oh i want like to do the getting ready outfits or whatever or something i don't know mm-hmm. so i think that and then you're kind of giving you're, you're making her feel like she actually it's not like you're you're giving her an right. unwanted task she is has a say in Gets what she's to doing which task and it'll make her think about what's most meaningful. I think you made an excellent point, which is like just also involve that. Like you can pick your cute signature, your signature drink signs, for example, and send them in a text to the family group text with them or to, you know, text her directly and just be like, just wanted to show you so excited about right. our drink signs like that. And then if she's a you know, great idea, normal person, she'll just be like, oh, my God, love it. And like feel included that way. I think yeah. that's a really great point because that takes two seconds out of your time. You're not asking for their opinion. You're not like, I mean, and you can ask yeah. for their opinion. I think that's too. great. You don't even have to ask for the opinion. You could just be like, I, we're so excited about the things just came in. We're so excited about them. Like, what do you think? Right. Also, or something not, fun. Or not, what do you think? But like. Right. Something yeah. fun with like my mother-in-law, it's all coming back to me now, was just like 
helping her pick out her look. She wanted my help on like her dress, what she should do with her hair, makeup, whatever. So that was a good way to like work together on something. That's um, a great thing too. Like, what are you what are you thinking of wearing? I think you can go into yeah. it as long as that's not like a weird contentious topic or like, yeah. here's my white dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, stuff around like her son. Like you can, you know, when you're picking out the tuxes and stuff, like you could ask for her opinion on that kind of stuff if you want. That there's a lot that you can include them on, even if it totally. takes a little bit of time. I think it's more just showing them that you like care or that they feel included, less even about like right. the actual tasks. I think right. we solved that one. We did. All right, next one. I'll take it. Okay. Hey, guys. I am a bride getting married in September 2022. I have eight bridesmaids and have already booked my bachelorette party location, secured the house, and people have already started paying me. When planning out my bachelorette party, the biggest thing for me was having my entire entire bridal party there. Obviously, it is very difficult to schedule around 10 different schedules, but I made it work. I had my maid of honor send out a doodle poll of different dates, and then I asked my bridal party if they could go on the winning date. All eight of my bridesmaids said yes to the date, and that was chosen. I then had my maid of honor book the house. It was then a few weeks later, one of my bridesmaids told me that she had another wedding the weekend of my bachelorette. She asked me if I was able to change the bachelorette to the following weekend. I did ask if she was in the wedding, which I found out she was not. I had my maid of honor check with the group if the following weekend could work. A few couldn't make it, so I chose to keep it. Am I wrong to feel a little hurt by her asking me to move my bachelorette? If the shoe was on the other foot, I would never ask the bride to do this. She still hasn't told me if she is going. I understand she has a good friend's wedding, but she's in mine. I am trying not to get worked up over this, but can't help it to be annoyed. Would love to get another opinion on how to handle this and calm my mind. Sincerely, Confused Bride. I would say I can sometimes things feel really personal when they are not. And I would I would cut your friend some slack here. I think she's trying to do the best she can. I don't really think she wants you to move your bachelorette. I think she said that in an effort to show you that she does really want to come and she loves you. And... I think that like she's not going to be mad if you I think she just said that literally I don't think she was like oh she should move her whole bachelorette for me I think she was kind of like I would love to do both if she hasn't planned anything I'll ask but also like if she doesn't it's fine but I I think it's it's to me I would ask too just if she hadn't booked any fully booked everything because I would want her I would want her to know that it's a priority for me to come I wasn't saying like oh I'm just not coming right and I think that if it's a good friend of hers' wedding, even if she's not in it, I don't think it's crazy for her to want to go to the wedding. I think a wedding supersedes a bachelorette in terms of that's an what event I was that gonna you say to right the hierarchy. It's like wedding and then bachelorette, and it's tough. Like if you are, if she is good friends with you and she's in your wedding, but she's also good friends with this person, like it, it she has a hard decision to make. And but I do say I will would say as long as she's able to go to your wedding, which is obviously more important than your bachelorette, that's more important. Yeah. It's not like she's choosing this person's wedding over yours. She's choosing, Mm -hmm. I mean, over your wedding. She's choosing it potentially again over your bachelorette. And she probably feels really bad about it. Like, I don't think that 
like she's necessarily be, being a bad friend if she can't come. And right. that kind of happens. It's really hard to align 10 people's schedules over all of them. So I think it's nice that you wanted everyone to come, but it's a little bit almost unrealistic that that, that would definitely be the case. On the flip side, it's not that I like thinking back to our list, like we did have a couple people who had things like a good friend's bachelorette to attend instead of our wedding. And I wasn't like like Mike's coworker, for example, one of his good coworkers, her boyfriend couldn't come with her as her plus one because he had a good friend's best friend's bachelorette. And we weren't like, where is Seth? Like, we, why is he not at our wedding? Like, we we were obviously fine with that. So I think, like, with this situation, too, it does her relationship, the, the friend that has to choose, her relationship with the bride or the couple having the wedding and you, the bride, having the bachelorette definitely, like, comes into play. Pl- yeah. But at the same time, I like you said in the beginning, I wouldn't take it personal if she does not choose your bachelorette. Right. I think what you can do if you really feel strongly about it is tell her you understand that she has another event and that she's close to this person. It would mean so much to you um, if it would, because it sounds like it would. It would mean so much to you if you you would come to this bachelorette. But also, like, I think you should also say in that thing, but I understand if you feel like you guys are really close and you really want to go. Like, I understand that too, but I just wanted you to let you know in case it impacts your decision that it would mean a lot to me if you were there. I really wanted everyone to be there. And that, and if you could just take that into consideration when deciding what to do, I would appreciate that. But also I think at the end of the day, if she's like, I do feel really close to this person. I really don't want to miss their wedding. And I assume in that case, she would try to make it up to you in some other way. I think you can sort of give her, cut her a little bit of slack there. Yeah, for sure. We're about to see a lot more situations like this coming in because 2022 is the wedding boom. And I mean, it's just going to be so hard for everybody. I think Mike and I have three weddings coming up on the same weekend in May 2022. I'm not kidding. I've heard of a few people having that situation in like May, June 2022 must be like jam packed with mm-hmm. weddings. Um, so good luck to everyone out there scheduling stuff. But um, yeah, I think we I think we solved weddings. What do you think? We did. We solved weddings, but maybe not yours just yet. But we're working towards that. We'll, Fingers we'll crossed. Know after the weekend of November 19th. Nicole, when's your birthday? November 19th. It's November 19th. Wow. Okay. I will be celebrating your birthday at my rehearsal dinner. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because your wedding's the actual 20th. Okay. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's going to be wild. Cheers. Happy early birthday to you. How old are you going to be? 29. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at you. I do remember (laughs) when you, it was either your 29th birthday or your 30th. This thought just popped into my head this sounds like i'm a stalker but i swear i just listened to the betches podcasts you said something like when you on a podcast i think it was with sam and aileen you were like my mindset now that i i think it was when you were 30 because you were like my mindset probably now 30 that 30 means that like i don't put up with people's bullshit anymore like i just it's like let's get to the point. I'm done. Deal. I want what I want. That's what you said. Something. It's like along the I want to speak to the manager mentality of like yes. I want it the way I want it. Yes. Yes, but without, but in a polite way. And I yeah. think that's how all brides should be. 
You should be like, I want it how I want it, but in a polite way. Right. It's like having your own standards of like, I'm not just going to take whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting that mentality, too, as I get older and as I, um, you know, plan things like my wedding. So. Totally. 29 is a great age. I'm excited for you. Yeah. To be 29. Let's do some unpopular opinions. Let's do it. Okay. Our first one. You don't have to get your nails done professionally for the wedding. Okay. This one I have to disagree with. And maybe that's just because <laughs> I am terrible at doing my own nails. I guess if you were like a nail tech, then you don't. But I cannot imagine anything worse for me than doing my own nails before my wedding. I like already get it all over my hands. I can't imagine a situation where unless I had Olive and June, which sponsors, I think, this podcast, which is a really great at home manicure system. <laughs> generally speaking, I think I I think that's something you should spend on personally. I agree. I think, like you said, if you if you are really good at doing your nails, which a lot of people, most people are not, if you are, do them. If not, not getting your nails done for the wedding. I was thinking about this. It's like writing a 15-page paper in college and not pressing submit because you've worked on all this stuff. You've really worked on your beauty routine. You've You have the dress. You have your hair and makeup done. And then the nails really just icing on the cake yeah. completes it. And as wedding as wedding expenses go, a manicure pretty low lift, like fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Like exactly not the place not the place you want. I actually think that might be the best money to to. I mean, I guess if you're getting jealous more, but mm-hmm. that might be the best money to outcome ratio of anything you're spending on the wedding. Like For do sure. that. You won't have to think about it. It's taken care of. I would actually get gel personally. But um, if anything, if nothing else, just get a regular manicure or a polish sure. change. Worst case. Yes. Something. Just get get those nails in check. It's so not fi- the place. It's not the place you want to cut corners. Exactly. Exactly. 58% of our audience agreed with us, which is surprisingly lower than you would expect. No, they, I mean, I th- they agreed with the statement, right? That you don't have to get them done professionally. Yeah. I find that or, shocking. Or yeah, with the statement, yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's lower than I'm th- like you. I think people would say more that you have to. I think they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is sparkler send-offs are overrated. Okay, I wanted a sparkler send-off. I remember like looking at a lot of the pictures that I've seen from Destination Weddings. I was like, this looks so cool and I want it and I brought it up to my planner <laughs> and she was, I think I've spoken about this before where she was like, it looks cool on Instagram. In reality, it's actually like hard to execute. It's honestly a little bit dangerous <laughs> and um, usually like is kind of awkward in the moment. So I ditched it, but I think they're cool, but I guess she would say they're overrated. So I'll go with her. I agree. They look so cool. I wouldn't say they're like over. I mean, if you want to, if you're out there and you're a bride doing a sparkler send off, girl, you you send it, full send it. But I think they're one of those things, like your planner said, they look cool for photos. But in the moment, I've actually been a guest in one. It's like you're standing there with the unlit sparkler, like waiting for people to light it. Like, and then, yeah, the smoke. We know from my bachelorette, I the smoke inhalation is a danger factor with a lot of sparklers in one confined space. So 
I would say, yeah, they kind of are. It's like a champagne tower. One of those things that looks so cool in photos, but logistically is just messy. Did you do a champagne tower? No, but I've heard a lot of brides. That was like a big thing this year, I feel like. A lot of brides were doing it, and it just looks, I mean, it looks amazing in photos, but it's, I've heard What are you supposed to do with it? It's like a tower of champagne glasses, and literally somebody pours champagne at the top. First of all, I've heard them. Yeah, and so again, looks super cool, but you have to use like, uh, like at least ten bottles of champagne. I'm pretty sure to like fill the tower, and then it apparently like glasses can break easily. It the champagne is yeah, like they fall. The champagne is sticky and gets all over. It's like they're very delicate. So if you're not pouring it at the perfect angle, the thing crashes to the ground. I don't know. Let us know if you guys are doing a champagne tower because and how again, to execute it if you are. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can do it, more power to you. Okay, I feel good that I'm not executing a champagne tower now <laughs> or a sparkler send off. Although I do love those like black and white pics with the. With the sparkler yeah. send off, I do think they look really cool. But maybe you could get like eight sparklers and have like people hold them. But then it's kind of like half do it. Eh. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> our last one is it's okay to get wasted at your own wedding. So it's your party. You can cry if you want to. I have that mentality. But I wouldn't want to get wasted at my own wedding, even though I kind of did, but whatever. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I'm kind of like towards the end. I think if you're getting wasted towards the end of the night, like mm-hmm. whatever, it's your wedding. Do you? When else are you going to be like, you know, right. like I right. unless, okay, you know, you're, everyone knows themselves. What kind of a wasted drunk are you? Like, yeah, if like you were a fun wasted drunk mm-hmm. who's like can hold it together, go for it. If, if you're the kind of person that's going to be like taking off their pants or dress like maybe don't i think it's kind of like bride's discretion exactly exactly yeah i think but also don't like blackout because then you want to remember stuff but i think like you said towards the end of the night you can do whatever you want let i agree and i think a lot of the times we do get so wasted at our wedding because you're like you've been bottling up everything and got a lot of energy bottled up yeah you gotta let loose baby so this one was 50 50 our audience was like i don't know it's not okay or it is okay they couldn't decide i think it's bride dependent but anyway that's all for us for today we solved weddings i'm proud of us we did and i can't believe yours is coming up you guys stay tuned we'll be sharing all the stuff on instagram but most importantly, really the juicy details here for you. So, yes, we will save the juiciest details for the podcast. And we will see you, um, I guess, on Thursday with a little bonus about uh, my last day before I leave for my wedding. Woo. And that's it for us. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.